Welcome to The Outsiders, a football and philosophy podcast. I'm Stu and uh, I'm sitting right beside Sai. You're not sitting right beside me, are you? No, I'm not. I'm at a distance. Well, by distance you mean we're in completely separate places and and recording this virtually because we're obviously under lockdown. I am literally, metaphorically, metaphysically distanced from you, sexually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and I'm quite glad about a good few of them. Stu, yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. some questions for you. Go on. I am a football fanatic. I yes. am mad about stats. <clears throat> I live and breathe um, the XG, the f- potential formations. Uh, yeah. For me, football is a numbers game. 442, 32C, 36DD, all that yep. stuff. All yep. of that, yep. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. Is this the podcast for me? Um, no. Uh. No. It's not exclusively not, because we like to talk about those things, but this isn't where you come for that stuff. So that's already a big chunk of people who have turned off. See you guys. Stu, yeah. I'm, I'm indeed a professor of philosophy who's Ooh. randomly typed philosophy into yeah, yeah, the yeah. podcast search channel, yep, um, yep. In, into Google, or mm-hmm. Yahoo, as I like to use. Yahoo, ask, yeah. ask Jeeves I, has ask gone Jeeves, the way. Ask Jeeves, ask Jeeves, ask Jeeves. Um, I'm a I student. just pick the phone up. I pick the phone up and I just call Microsoft. <laughs> I know I do. Do you get I through? Call them. I um, Bill, I get th- I've got some questions. I get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, oh, tell me about the interweb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so when you're doing that and... Um, and Imagining, imagining that you are, you are, you're a, um, a philosophy undergraduate, graduate, or whatever. Yeah. Um, who has a passing interest in football? I'm, I'm aware it exists, but I'm really, I mean, like totally into philosophy. I want to know more about philosophy. I want to fill my day with intelligent people taking me on a journey deeper into myself and my philosophical outlook. Is this? Podcast Did we say for me? we were sexually distanced? Did we say we, we? Yeah. If I want to get into myself, yeah. yeah. There are plenty of ways to do it. The, I think you would be more satisfied with this podcast than the than the XG chaser. Um, but you still be you'll still be unsatisfied, won't you? You you you, you may be because even you know because whatever I bring to it, hmm. you kind of you create a deficit. So I'm constantly filling a hole that you oh. know, you're digging. So, oh right, so it's the ego thing again. So Brilliant. if I was okay, yeah. if I was yeah, insanely yeah, yeah, yeah. if I was insanely into philo- yeah. if I was insanely into philosophy yeah. okay then I might find this a bit lightweight. Mm, mm. Mm. So Stu, I is there a third scenario by any chance? Th- there is a third scenario. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I my pastimes are self-flagellation. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, me I've too. Me too. Extremely... I've seen your I've seen your web history. I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I make it public. Um, yeah. it, it's it's uh, I aggressively dislike myself. <laughs> and like to punish myself in lots of ways. And one of the ways I like to punish myself is listening to people with ill-informed opinions yep. um, with surface-level discussion about mm-hmm. football and and ignoramuses misunderstanding philosophy and yeah. somehow trying Cretans. to combine both. That's yeah. my fetish. Will this service <laughs> my needs? I mean, I like to think we could disappoint all audiences. <laughs> But that's that's the closest you'll get. That is the closest you'll get. You missed out the words cretinous and often just absent-minded. Just yeah. sometimes you're talking and I don't know. There's nothing. We've recorded, um, we've recorded a podcast before and, and I remember there was a period have, of time yeah, where yeah. you actually just forgot how to speak. 
and it yeah, did, it did yeah. not translate well. Well, let me tell you something. One thing I can guarantee is this: the shits and giggles will come thick and fast. Yes. Um, no, 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 no. Sorry, I can't say that. I got to add a disclaimer because I can't quantify or verify the viscosity or velocity of either laughter or defecation. So um, that's the kind of backing up I'm going to be doing of both uh, both of our, our artwork as mm-hmm. I like to see this. Mm. So, so um, li- listen, mate. Are you, you, are you sorry at the giggles? I'm sorry at the shits. <clears throat> well, that's more to do with your diet than anything else. However, this is protein heavy. This is this is a podcast in all seriousness. Um, it, is it? It's, it's it, we we start there, so we can all agree that yeah. this is a podcast. This is a podcast. This is I, a voice. Um, this is a podcast. Therefore, we are. Yeah. Oh, that's now, brilliant. That is brilliant. We're two blokes who really love football, um, and let's be honest. There's been times where we felt slightly alienated from. Um, large parts of the fan base um, of, yeah. of the club that we support. We're not going to tell you who that is. Um, no. Of, and but because we've got this twin passion, not just of football. We do love football. Um, we love talking mm. about. It, we love thinking about it. But we mm. also um, have more than a passing interest in philosophy, in thinking wider. And actually, what we realised quite quickly is that there is a massive crossover, isn't there, between football and philosophical thinking. And although it might sound slightly niche, we thought it would be really interesting to sort of delve a little bit deeper into that. So this is a podcast where we're going to be looking and thinking about um, the scores in the Premiership. We're looking at other teams um, in the Football League around the world as well. But we're also going to be thinking about some of the wider philosophical issues as to um, when is a good time to dive? Is there ever a good time to dive? VAR. V-A-S, V-A-N-O. See what I did there? Yep. Um, you terrible, know, all sorts terrible. of things. It, it, does everybody hate Jack Grealish or does he have some fans? It, yeah. I mean, that, that, was a pers- that, was, that for me was a, a personal one and, and one that I, I probably yeah. wouldn't ask a, philo- a, a philosophy professor, of which I've segued into. We're going to be talking to some well, quite clever people, aren't we? What you, we well, God, God almighty, him himself, as well as some other philosophers. No, you've made out. You've made out there almost like we're going to be talking to Jack Grealish. We, we, we are certainly not going to be talking to Jack Grealish. I will tweet him. I don't think that the tweet I'm going to send will elicit an interview. Um, but if, if it did, tweeted. if it did, what 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 would be your opening question? Did you receive the nudes? What would be your follow up question? If the glove doesn't fit, we must acquit. <laughs> <laughs> of, I don't know. They're not. That's not a question. <laughs> one of my favourite things that that I've ever experienced is um, is is you speaking to a, a a philosophy professor, yeah, and and asking him what his favourite chocolate bar was, yeah. Because the thing is, when you ask yourself, is it ever okay to dive, and then you say Jack Grealish, what you're saying is, does true evil exist? Yeah, and in I that think, way, I think that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, that that's where we're over. The chocolate bar thing was just I. That's. I fancied him, and I thought that might get him on side. And if he said boost, I'd be round there like a rat up a drainpipe. But he didn't. He said crunchy, so we left it there, and we've just kissed. Who is impressing you in the Premiership at the moment? Well, this actually is going to blend really nicely into what I wanted to talk to you about philosophically. Who's impressing me? Um, Manchester City are starting to impress me. Mm. Um, Watching... Watching the midfield of Manchester City, 
I don't I don't know how to say this eloquently makes me erect. Okay. Um, oh, you go there straight away. Oh, but it's just beautiful. And you know what? They absolutely dismantled uh, Palace uh, at, the, at the week. It was in, it was insane. It, it went from being a bit of a scruffy to and fro to where one team was playing football and the other team just watched. Um, That's them at their best. Was, that is that is uh, Man City at their best. They're reminiscent of Barcelona um, when when Guardiola was there as well. Um, but can then, I be uh, controversial? Go on. I have been quietly, very very quietly, impressed by Sheffield United because they're playing almost identical football to how they did last year, but without scoring. And it just shows that if you're just missing a bit of a if you're just missing the final five percent, then you, you're going to um, you're going to come short. I, I, I know the bottom of the league. Listen, I know they've lost a lot of games. I know one on that tragic run, but I've watched almost the entirety of Sheffield United season, and it's no different from last year. As ever, they won one nil lots. Can, and and so you're quietly impressed by them. I think. What's your definition of quietly of impressed? Because T- telling a podcast because, that you're impressed because because I think yeah telling well telling the four people listening that, I <laughs> that's mean, that, quite quiet that's that's a big stretch isn't it because um, um, I'd say two and that's you and me <laughs> listening back um, I think um, I, I no what what I mean is that they they could do what other teams in their situation have done in the past and give up all hope and and basically like emotionally quit. And say, well, we're just going to hoof the ball forward. I mean, I watch. Listen, I watch Newcastle, who are sitting a few places above them in the Premiership, who they are woeful. I mean, I don't want to disenfranchise and alienate or ostracise any Newcastle fans, but if you are listening to support Newcastle, hang your head on behalf of them because I, I think a lot they of the, are, I think a lot they are woeful. I think a lot of Newcastle fans, and and we will come around to Newcastle, and we will get a Newcastle fan on at some point in the season. But my impression is, I think quite a lot of the New, Newcastle fans aren't particularly impressed with Bruce. I don't think they're necessarily impressed with the way that they're playing. Um, I, I would say there are teams in much worse positions. You could support yep. Luton. <laughs> um, but I think in terms of for a club with the, uh, the stature and the, oh, yeah, uh, stature and the size of, of Newcastle, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot yeah. missing. Can I tell you who I'm quietly impressed by? Who are you quietly impressed by? I'm not quietly impressed, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm overtly impressed. Leicester City. Right. What we see, What we see with Leicester is... I think someone who's genuinely breaking into the top six, and, and I think we need to have a discussion as to whether the top six is a myth, um, but I think we're genuinely seeing somebody come in. I mean, having unlimited funds does help, um, but but what we've seen is that freak... They're not really, they're not really stretched those muscles that much. No, I, and that freak year where they won the Premiership, that could have been the old flash in the pan. It could have been that, that moment where... Are we back on my diet again? Yeah, the old... <laughs> <laughs> that is the title of your autobiography. Yeah, <laughs> Stu, yeah. flash in the pan. Um, yeah. Oh, that works on quite a lot of levels. Um, but actually, when they won the league, that could have been it, and then it could have been back to mid-table obscurity, yeah, scrapping yeah, around yeah. at the bottom. What they've done is they've just steadily built and built and built to the point now where you look at their squad, you look at the quality of players that are coming in, you look at the the, the way they play football as well. And they've got a level of um, pragmatism with their swashbuckling. 
is how I would describe mm. their, their play. I'm, I'm hugely impressed by them. I, I, I absolutely, I hate him when he's playing against us, but I absolutely yeah. love Jamie Vardy. I think, well, I think let, the man is, is just built this. to score goals. Let me ask you this, because I, I want to bring in the philosophical point. Mm. Um, I'm not going to bring it in just by talking to you like this. It's going to come in with, with a lovely bit of um, pomp and circumstance. So um, uh, do you want, here's uh, the music. Uh, do you want to hear it? Ooh. Go ahead. Did you did you like that? <laughs> I I am at the moment sitting down in my mind, yeah, my mind palace, yeah. to a Regency dinner. <laughs> you got it, baby, you got it. Okay. So thinking about from top to bottom in the premiership, I was thinking about um you were talking there about pragmatism and, and styles of play. I was thinking about Occam's razor. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are more than familiar with Occam's Razor, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, one pound a month, isn't it? And they deliver it straight to your door. <laughs> That's officially the best joke you've ever done. <laughs> so, um, well, well done. Um, so, obviously, William Occam, a 13th century kind of a monk and philosopher, spoke about, I guess, it's about expediting the truth. So, um, the easiest... His, his, his supposition was that the, the easiest answer with any kind of conundrum is often the right one. Yeah, okay. Okay. So I think about the style of play of Man City. Yep. I think about the style of play of, say, Leeds United, yep. um, which is kind of the opposite of Occam's Razor. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Leicester City. See, I see you brought up Leicester City, which is interesting, because I see them as the efficient Leeds United. I see them as yeah, Leeds, but Leeds United with a dose of pessimism, almost. And it depends whether you want to entertain that. Sto- stoicism as... rather than pessimism? Um, cynicism, okay. I'd say. All right, okay. Um, I-, I would say that, that it's more about they like to play free-flowing, quick football, um, get from one end to the other as quickly as possible. They don't mess around with making things complicated. But when things need to be, they shut the game down and, and they and they dig in. And they have a, but, enough talent yeah. to, to dig in and then still they've, keep going They've forward. put in some of the great defensive performances this season, haven't they? You know, if, yeah. if, you, if you look at what they... Okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm... I'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. I, I believe you. Now, one thing that's interesting about Occam's Razor is that um, <laughs> the, 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 the guy himself, old Occam himself... Yeah, um, big old Occam. His name was Willie. No, that's where he's from. It's uh, oh. William of Occam. So, um, oh, Willie, Willie, Willie. Yeah, yeah, go on. Oh, Willie of Ockog. Oi, oi, oi. Are you having a stroke? Um, I've had one. <laughs> that explains <laughs> an awful lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he used it to, um, to um, suppose as to why divine miracles occurred. He said, it stands to reason as to why the sun comes up because God did it, um, as opposed to... The Earth is kind of orbiting like the sun. Around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he used, it, but but I think it stands to reason. I think it, I think it stands to reason that um, that often uh, in football, I think the, the most direct and most simple methods of doing things are the most effective. Okay. So Occam's Razor, in in terms of for a footballing sense, what you're saying is that yeah. Leicester City are the manifestation of that, whereas. 
um, a team that overcomplicates things. So you, you you could argue that Leeds United do overcomplicate things. Um, you could argue the other way that they're actually quite brainless at times in terms of the way that they they play and the, the way they attack. But w- would you say well, would you say they're two actually. sides? That's interesting. You should say that because um, there's you know when I was thinking about this, I remember Hanlon's razor. Uh, which was um, there's lots of razors out there and you can feel free to make any shaving related pun that you want I actually held myself back Um, there are you proud? yeah yeah I know I'm proud of you so Hanlon's razor is that idea that um, if you look at something and you attribute malice to it Mm. often it's just stupidity oh (laughs) <laughs> so instead of looking at something and saying that's evil or that's wicked you kind of say actually that's just that's just a point of of, of stupidity um and they, they they're not aware of of what they're doing wrong yeah um so so so, so could you say that about Leeds united it, it's hard to say that about Leeds united because undoubtedly marcelo bielsa is he's the coach's coach isn't he he's he's he has literally written the book on on coaching and he's he's done something that no other manager has managed to do um for Leeds United and he he's got them into the premiership and say what you like um they're a newly promoted side they need to be thinking about survival and they're they're solidly in the mid table they're playing a really exciting game of football um for Leeds fans it must be like having a heart attack every single game um yeah. but but actually i th- i think i think there is a complexity to what what he does um, and what he wants well, them to do. listen, we come to the Holy Trinity of razors. Oh, man. It, the and Gillette. we end up with... <laughs> yeah, it's the best a man can get. <laughs> that's a low, um, that's no, a low final, opinion, that, isn't it, of life, isn't it? The, 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 Imagine holding a Gillette razor and thinking, this, th- that's yeah. it. I've, I've, that's I've the reached the pinnacle. I've topped myself now. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but um, the final one and is is my favourite is the um, the immortal um, Hitchens razor. Oh, not not Hitcho. Which is, oh yeah, Hitcho oh, boy. God, no, bless yeah. him. Um, not not Christopher Hitchens, but, surely. Yeah, Christopher Hitchens. Yeah. Happy days. And, Didn't um, expect him to make an is, appearance. Well, yeah. Well, obviously uh, not because well read, he, that's why. Yeah, and also because you know he's <laughs> sadly passed away. But yeah, the, they've all passed away. That's the nature of talking about philosophy. Willie from Oki, is he gone as well? 13th century yeah of course he's not in- <laughs> he said the word immortal um, and I got lost yeah no um the, the, yeah <laughs> the problem is he was um he was uh using a Gillette and then he threw himself out the window so <laughs> yeah. um because he realized that it doesn't it's get any better than this thing to do. okay well, well yeah. what t- tell me about Hitchens, Hitchens razor. razor this this is great because if you want to talk about Pep Guardiola and Klopp and their their deficiencies Hitchens razor was a very simple um, uh, method of, of a kind of like testing evidence and testing like the the, the strategy of something. They're saying the burden of, of proof is on the the, stra- the strategizer as opposed to the observer. So he says that for anything to be successful, a claim to be successful, the burden of proof is not on me to observe it and say whether it is or isn't. The burden of proof is on the person that actually conjures it up. So when we think about Guardiola or Bielsa or even, you know, people down the... Uh, big, you Dean know, Smith. Big Sam. D- Dean Smith, yeah, the... the the evidence, the, the the I guess the evidence is in is in what is produced on the pitch, and uh, I guess the outcome. Uh, it's it's an outcome based um, idea. So, Occam's razor is is the idea that. So take me through um, this. Take, take me through. So, um, so so very quickly. Occam's razor is the simplest solution is often the best. So, if 
not not not. Uh, is often the the most rational, okay. not necessarily the best. The one that so, makes so, the most but, sense. You, you, so instead of instead of looking instead of looking out the window yeah. and saying right, there's a tree growing outside of yeah. my house. Um, um, it must be that um, pixies came yeah, in the yeah. middle of the night a hundred years ago, and he gets rid of all that, and it says, right, what's the what's the root of it? And the root of it is that um, you could say that God put it there, or you could say that it's grown over many years yeah. and has evolved. Okay. So it doesn't it doesn't dispel anything necessarily. What it does do is it says um, the simplest solution is the best. Now, what uh, you and I both play football. On a, on what I'd like to call a semi semi pro basis. What by semi pro do you mean like um, people pay not to watch us? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. So, and and one thing I always say to you, I I like to see you as a student of the sport, mm. and I am kind of like if you're the student, then I'm hanging around outside school waiting for you with a fag yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I say to you things like, why don't we just get the ball? And run towards the goal and shoot. Mm. Um, you're slightly more astute than me at that. Mm. However, I still this is a hill I'm going to die on, and I still think you should get the ball. And it's interesting. You stand in the pub. What's the one thing that you hear eighty percent of the time? Just run at yeah. him. Yeah. Just yeah. run at him. Direct. So Occam's, so Occam's razor. I, I think um, I'm, Occam's razor says the ball is meant to go in. So the get net, it to the water. And the you've net got to take the short. The shortest distance towards the net in the most you know in the most efficient way and so get you in know there. my obsession with Sam Allardyce um, and particularly oh, Sam. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> I've seen the drawings you do. <laughs> it's a niche fan art, but there is a Reddit for it. Anyway, yeah. um, but but for for Sam, you know how obsessed I am with the Golden Bolton years. Um, Kev- yeah, Kevin Davis, know, who yeah. I think epitomised. <laughs> Great. You always call me. I'm the um. I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the, I'm the working man's JJ Acocha. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> in 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 all sorts of ways. Um, <laughs> I'm the thinking man's Ivan Campo. Yeah. Self described. Um, but he but so Allardyce would would fit that Occam's razor. He's like, I've got a guy who can head the ball better than anybody yeah. else, and I've got a guy that can kick the ball towards the guy that can head it better than anyone else. Therefore, yeah. I'm going to get that ball to that guy. To the other guy to head it in the net, and we'll beat Arsenal every single time. Yeah, and it worked, didn't it? So that's Occam's razor in terms of football. Sam Allardyce is the manifestation. Sam Allardyce's Bolton is the manifestation of, of Occam's razor. I guess the the complete opposite of that. We, the thing we, you is, know we've just you know we've just lost every person who's mildly interested in philosophy at that point because of how wrong we probably are. Okay, that's good. I mean, they were they they wouldn't have got to this point anyway. And if they have, they, they've got to really look at themselves, haven't they? Because you're they're, the they're complicit. You're the idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, come on, seriously. <laughs> There's genuine podcasts out there that you could listen to. Now, we're going to come on to Bielsa because he's getting a lot of flack in the minute from people saying he's a myth. I love it when people say he's a myth because it just it makes my mind explode with language. Yeah, like. He's not a myth, quite clearly. Like you've seen the size of him, he's, he's growing every day. But he's um, enjoying that Yorkshire he, diet, isn't he? <laughs> um, but but in in the same respect, you know, it's I think it's really interesting that his way of playing is so convoluted. Yeah. And yet, I what, what I would say is it's convoluted to the outsider, and yet um, I think he would claim it's simple, but it's not. No, no. So that's um, that, that's that's the second razor. Yeah. So, so we've we've moved from 
from Allardyce um, with his picture of, <laughs> of Ockham. Yeah. Of William. William of, of William. Big Willie of, of Ockham. Billy. Big on his Willie, wall. Yeah, yeah. To Bielsa. Remind me what the second razor was called? Hanlon's. So Bielsa's got a picture of Hanlon. Uh, I don't know how big Hanlon is in, in Argentina. Um, probably not a household name. <laughs> um, but we, we, So we've got Bielsa who sat there with Hanlon's razor yeah, on his wall. Shaving. Um, now, yeah. I know that you have got all sorts of posters and you mock me for my Allardyce um, fan art. Your, yeah. your fan art for Christopher Hitchens is, I mean, disturbing doesn't even scratch the surface. Um, it's me piggybacking him. It's me piggyback riding him, nude. So the burden of proof there, up. are we effectively talking here about any form of punditry is meaningless? Well, we know that anyway, but yeah, absolutely. So so the burden of proof for, for a claim. So for instance, if, you, if Pep Guardiola says, I play the best kind of football, it's not for us to believe him, it's for him to prove it. Oh, and then the, so in some ways, Sam Allardyce and Pep Guardiola can both say the same thing with equal merit if they both win the same amount of games. Yes, it does take aesthetics out of the picture. It does take the idea of beauty and all the rest of it. And and what winning is, I guess, three points is winning. But we all know that that isn't necessarily the case. Sometimes. So who do you think? Who do you think would be? Who do you think would be if we're talking about taking aesthetics out the wind? Oh, I see what we've done here. We've we've come back to Sheffield United again, haven't we? No, 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 because the burden of proof doesn't work because they've hardly won anything. Mm. So so that failed. Last year, last year, last year works perfectly. <laughs> but, but this year doesn't. So effectively, no, what we're so saying much. is that everything is meaningless and just absolutely absurd, which sort of leads to why we're called the Outsiders cast, really, doesn't it? Do you want to tell us a little bit yeah. about? Just very briefly, because we're coming to a close here. For this, this isn't our first proper episode. It's just a little taster of the inane taster. drivel. If you wanted to taste, if you wanted to taste a bit of you and a bit of me, mm. this is where you'd come. Sup. This is where you'd sup. Oh no. This is where you'd. Uh, I don't like your turn. This right. is where you'd come. Come to come to the edge of the metaphorical pool and just dip your toe. No, you've you've let yourself down massively there. Um, right. Tell me about the outsiders. The outsiders. So, the reason why we're called The Outsiders is because um, no matter what philosophy we talk about, we inevitably come back to my nihilistic view on the universe and the fact that we're just sat on this ball that's spinning through space. And despite the orientation of our eyes, nose and mouth on our face, there is no designer, there's no nothing. And um, inevitably, football is as important as breathing and also going to the toilet and also just rolling a marble down the stair. Um, they're all as unimportant as each other. That's my personal worldview. But they're all um, they're all unimportant yet equally important. Uh, so that makes football as important as breathing. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's why. And um, and Camus was um, he who, who, yeah. he was a footballer and a philosopher. Absolutely. In that order. Yeah, yeah. And we'll and we'll talk we'll talk more about Camus. Yeah. Um, I am mildly fixated with Camus. Um, and uh, and we will talk about him, but we'll talk about the general place of football in society, within individuals' lives, within the realms of religion and mysticism, and um, whether we can find any real answers to anything via football. And I've got a feeling that due to the hideous way in which we all pray at the altar of um, some men in tight shorts, mm. in, my draw- in my drawings at least, yeah. 
um, kicking a lump of leather around and have done for the best part of 120, 130 years. Yeah. Um, I would argue um, with some robustness that football is the new world religion. Yeah, I, and and it's a good one though, isn't it? Yeah, and you get to eat pies, chicken tikka pies, yeah, absolutely. and drink cider. Well, no, you, so, not, not, not actually in the stadiums. No. One day, one day you'll see me dribbling my half half masticated pastry back into my foamy yeah, like yeah, suds yeah. of my drink again. <laughs> so, so with that in mind, um, if you want to join us on the journey, where we're going to be speaking to philosophers, we're going to be speaking to football oh, yeah. experts as well. So, I guess really all that's left to say really is, um, yeah, well, from the outsiders, um, yeah, stay safe or, or don't. Or don't, because um, everything everything's meaningless. meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys, dude. See you, sir. Take care, mate. Or don't.